0: Welcome to the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. It is Saturday, June 18th. Ian Cameron and Vito. And I just see we're both in black today. Here come the men in black, the hockey puck defenders. There you go. Uh, We're here on a Saturday. We're ready to break down game two of the NHL Stanley Cup final. Let's just jump right in. We've got game two tonight. We've got the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Colorado Avalanche. We hope this is a great series. Game one was a phenomenal first game of the series. Hopefully that's a sign of what's to come. We've got Colorado here, minus 155 home favorites here in game two tonight. The total sitting at pretty much a flat six uh, across the board. Not a whole lot of movement with that. Of course, the Avs leading the series 1-0 after the big game one overtime victory. Uh, four to three, uh, and we'll see if they can extend that series lead tonight. Uh, and the Tampa Bay Lightning, of course, in their familiar position that everybody has been talking about whenever they've been in this kind of spot, and that is off a loss. And they have been 18 and one uh, in that situation in the last three years uh, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. However, the last time the Tampa Bay Lightning were in this situation was The time when that streak got snapped, that undefeated off a loss streak over the last three years. And that was, of course, in game two of the Eastern Conference final against the New York Rangers uh, when they dropped back-to-back games at Madison Square Garden in that series. So to me, this is not a slam dunk. You know, that Tampa Bay, oh, just automatically assumed they're going to bounce back, tie up the series. That being said, I think if you're Tampa Bay... You're not happy with the way you started, certainly in Game 1. That was a bad first period. We were on the BetCast veto, and we saw it clearly. Colorado was taking it to Tampa Bay uh, in the opening period. Uh, they got the 3-1 to lead. Uh, they forced some mistakes from uh, Victor Hedman, of all people, was making a few blunders defensively. Vasilevsky didn't look good in the opening period. A couple of those goals, you're like, hey, I'd like to see my goalie make a save there, and he didn't. So It was kind of a jaw-dropping to see just how Tampa was in that opening period. Not good. Uh, but I thought as the game went on, they got better. I thought the second period was great for them. They tied it up. They got the only two goals of the second period to make it three, three. I thought they started the third very well. Colorado kind of started to come on strong. And you wonder if the legs and the, and the high altitude and the thin air of Denver, maybe as the game went on, started to get to Tampa a little bit. Cause they did show signs of fatigue later and later in that game. And then of course the uh, uh, Colorado avalanche get the win uh, in overtime. So you know, when I look at this game, and look, we have an unbiased uh, 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 an unbiased opinion here from a very big Colorado Avalanche fan I see in our chat here, Isaac, uh, who actually likes Tampa Bay tonight, and I think there's a lot of reasons to like Tampa Bay tonight, and it's not just off a loss, it's the fact that Vito, they didn't even play their best, not even close in the exact words of John Cooper, not even close to giving our best in game one, and here they were still just one shot away from maybe winning that game, or if you... If you believe John Cooper in that they didn't play well, stealing game one, seeing as he thought Colorado played better, they were still one shot away from maybe stealing it in overtime. So I think there's plenty of room for improvement for Tampa tonight. And I'm going to go with the lightning here, Vito, and I'm going to go with a first period full game split because I actually do think there is a very, very big uh, focus and emphasis for Cooper and for the lightning to have a much better opening period. You know, you just cannot put yourself in a position where you're digging uh, out from an early hole against this avalanche team. And and Tampa Bay got into that problem in game one. I think they're going to try to fix that. And how are they going to do that? They're going to try to do that with a hot start and a much better start. So I like Tampa, but I'm going to play it as a half and half split. So I'm going to split it up with two evenly uh, matched bets. First period money line is in that plus 115 uh, the plus 120 range right now, and the full game money line, depending on which book you're looking at, right now is around plus 130 to plus 135. So uh, that's where that stands right now beyond both of those. I'm not involved with the total tonight because I honestly think I, I would lean under because I find that if Tampa Bay wins the game, when T- Tampa Bay go back to game seven of the Toronto series veto, and if you look every Tampa Bay win, including since game seven of Toronto and including game seven of Toronto has gone under the total every single time Tampa Bay has won a hockey game game seven against Toronto, the four games they won against Florida, the four games they won against the Rangers, all of those games went under the total, all of them. So it's, it's almost like it's a correlated side in total. In my opinion, if Colorado is going to win this game, they're probably going to get more of their pace. They're going to get more of an up and down type of game. And it's got a chance to go over the total. But if Tampa Bay is going to win, and I kind of think they will tonight, it's probably a better chance to go under the total uh, this game here tonight. So I think that's something to consider. And you look at, just look at game one. The pace in the first period was off the charts. And it's because Colorado was driving the play. Colorado was dictating the play. And we had four goals in the first period. What happened, Vito, in the second period when Tampa Bay started to get better? They slowed the pace down weren't as many end-to-end rushes. You know, they got it a little bit more of a controlled environment. And even for most of the third period where it went scoreless. So Tampa Bay doesn't actually want to get into a you know up and down type of track meet with the Avalanche. You know, years ago they used to want to play that way. They don't, and they probably don't want to play it in particular against this opponent, someone like Colorado. So, you know, that's the way I would see it go. We'll get into player props in just a second. We'll do a separate segment on that in a little bit. But I'm on Tampa here. First period, full game, money line split. Vito, game two, side and total. What do you like here? Lightning, Avs.
1: Yeah, well, a little bit talking about the first game. Yeah, well, too, too many turnovers from Tampa, as you mentioned. I mean, and you, if you check, when Tampa has more than 20 turnovers a game, they always lose. So that's what they will try to limit today. You know, they will try to limit their turnovers. Because, uh, I mean, not, not only from Headman, and I mean, Sergeyev also, you know, he's that, that clutch guy coming in. He can score late as he did in the last game. He also has some times when he's just lost on the ice. I mean, the overtime goal, he kind of shoots the puck in the middle of the ice. And uh, I just uh, take, it, you know, you don't shoot it like that in the middle of the ice. You know, that leads to a goal. That will happen. And also Kucherov, you know, except, except that one good uh, m- m- episode where he passed to Palat, I also think that he, on power play, Made some not, good, not not good, uh, not good decisions as he usually does. You know, some taking the shots when he doesn't need to take the shots, passing when he needs to shoot. You know, some some stuff like that. So all these things were not well. I think it's just the first game, as always, for the Tampa. You know, in playoffs we see that all the uh, series uh, along these all playoff series. You know, for Tampa is happening the same thing all over again. They come their first games, they are not so sharp as uh, the, when the series gets deeper. You know. And one of the reasons what I see in this series, I mean, I think if Avs want to win this series, they need to win them fast. So basically, for example, winning today, making it 2-0, then going to Tampa, maybe losing first game, then uh, winning the game 4, making it 3-1, coming back, winning 4-1. Then I can see winning Avs. The longer the series go, the deeper the series go, I think uh, the Darcy Kemper will uh, rise as a small problem, I think, for the Avs. And that's when Vasilevsky will take over, you know. So if that's that's how uh, I think this will turn out, you know. So Avs have to win this fast in five, or if it goes longer than five, then it's Camper Wasil- uh, will start to play some not so good hockey as Vasilevsky, and that's how it's gonna end. So talking about today, definitely uh, last time I played Avs first period today, I think uh, I think uh, abs, uh Tampa will have the best first period. Of course, they will come out blazing here after that lost uh, game. But talking about Tampa not playing their best uh, last game, I would say that Colorado also could make it like two gears more, you know? I don't think that was also the best from Colorado in that game. So I also uh, also having an overtime in the last game, Colorado almost lost that game, you know? I can see also them coming out much better today. And uh, first period, both teams to score, I think we have great price, uh, I think that could hit. I, uh, I can see both teams coming uh, on the score sheet in the first period, so that's somewhere around plus 160, I think. And uh, yeah, well, I can see Tampa maybe getting that early lead, one nothing, but uh, I think uh, I think the end, in the end of the the game, AS will find a way how to pull a victory in this game. I think the same thing will not happen as it happened in the last game when Avs dominated early. I think this will be a little bit, as always, different in hockey. Same things does not happen twice in a row. Well, it sometimes happens, but I don't think in this situation. I think Tampa will come out Yes, blazing, maybe gets the goal, uh, maybe ties it, maybe then Tampa scores again, but I think late, I think late, Colorado will find a way how to uh, again win this game. So I will go here with Avalanche again as I did last time. So uh, give me both teams to score in the first period, and I will go with Avs uh, on the puck line and abs on the money line. So, so a split bet like I did last time. And All uh, right, I'll so say, Vito I mean, I is not buying this
0: Tampa bounce it. back. He's liking Colorado here to uh, extend the series or extend yeah. the lead and go up two nothing. Hey, I'll tell you what—you got just look to look back at last series to see, hey, you know the 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 petals of the rose are, are are off the or the bloom is off the rose. That's the term I'm looking for. The bloom is off the rose for this Tampa off a of loss streak. You know it finally came to an end against the New York Rangers. So this mm-hmm. notion that you know. It's an automatic, you know, that Tampa Bay wins after a loss the previous game, not so much anymore. And this is a very good team they're playing. So you think that they might start strong, but Colorado at at home especially might still be just too much for them here.
1: That's what I think, you know, that's what I think is that if they want to win, they have to be as quick as possible here, you know. And while they are faster in transition, they are a better team. I mean, they are faster, they're younger, you know. I mean they have less games than Tampa. Tampa is playing. I mean, look, third cup run. Yep. I mean, that's too much. That's a lot. You know, people get tired. Also, you know, it's not like easy. And we have fresh Colorado team there, and they look dialed in. I mean, man, if you just watch them, well, I think they can play even better than that power play, which is over thirty percent. That's deadly, you know. And thirty percent a power play that they scored also a five-on-three. That goal, so that will get done many things, you know. And uh, that penalty kill, well, I think Tampa Bay just was very bad on the power play. As I said, I think Kuchero made some bad decisions. We're going to see maybe a great bounce back game from him. Maybe some power play goals from Tampa. But, but I think that's will happen when we go deeper in the series. I think today it's still, yeah, abs from my side.
0: So you're probably. It sounds like your 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 strategy is take Colorado again tonight, and of course you were on Colorado in Game One, and that uh, obviously cashed in. Take Colorado again in Game Two tonight. Then maybe when we get back to Amelie Arena uh, in Tampa Bay Monday night, then maybe we look Lightning. That kind of sounds like what you're thinking.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's going to be one day rest as well, only you know. So I think it will favor Tampa in that spot. And also here, I, th- I think Spot favors Tampa. So I can see early Tampa playing gr- uh, great hockey. But, you know, I think it's just hard to play in Colorado. We, kept, we have seen in this series, I mean, okay, Tampa is a different team. It's not Edmonton, it's not uh, Blues, you know, but still, uh, all teams, you know, have kind of a still problem in the, also in that second game. They were not totally sharp. So something is there, something about Colorado. It looks like it's just a tough place to play at, you know. So yeah, I can see, yeah, this going 2 nothing, And then, Going back, I think Tampa with one day rest, they can win the first game and then game four. That's going to be the most important game. So, if Tampa wins that game, then I can see actually 2 2 in the series, then maybe 3 2. And then already, you know, Darcy Kemper, Vasilevsky is better. Then I can see Tampa stealing because, you know, Vasilevsky last game, three goals allowed. Okay, so that's well. He still didn't play that bad later, you know, but that's for Vasilevsky. Everybody will think that's not his level, you know. So, he's there to steal at least one or two more games, I think, in this series, you know. So, those games will be there. So, maybe that game is today. I don't think so. I think he steals something like game four and then game six, you know. That's where Vasilevsky will step in.
0: Yeah, I like the team total, Olaf. I do. I'm going to have a small, smaller bet on that. Tampa Bay team total, which is over two and a half right now. Uh, I think they can get to three. I think obviously you're going to want to see them play a whole lot better. Uh, the one concern, it's over two and a half, by the way, is minus 135. You know, it's right around that price. The one concern I would have with it, you know, is that um, Tampa has won some games winning two to one. Like they really, when they win, they t- tighten it up. So are they even going to get to three goals? But that's still a very, very generous t- total, in my opinion. Two and a half, like not even three and a half. You know, two and a half minus one thirty-five. So, yeah, I could see that definitely coming through. Uh, that team total looks like it's got a little bit of value to it here in this one. So, a uh, veto I mean, like in Colorado tonight. I'm on Tampa, so it's guaranteed win night here uh, on the uh, ice, guys, uh, for uh, game two. I agree with that Tigers over, you
1: know, because uh, I, I mean Colorado is not here to win a low-scoring game with Tampa. You know, if they come here, it's going to be four-two-five-three game hockey game. I think yeah. for Colorado if they win, you know. Otherwise, again, maybe an overtime. I can see also an overtime at two-two, and then you will need that goal from Tampa to cash that over. That also could happen.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right, player props. This is what this is the, the stuff I really like tonight. You know, as much as I like the side and total and talking about that, uh, I'm probably going to be more interested in a lot of the player props here for uh, game uh, two tonight. Uh, let's start with Tampa Bay player props. You damn well know I'm taking Andre Pilat to get a point again. <laughs> you know, it's just completely ridiculous that the, oh, we've moved it up. Oh, I'm really scared now. Ooh, odds makers, you're scaring me. Oh, you're scaring me. You bumped the price up to minus 136. You've really scared me. You've priced me out of my range. Give me a break. That's not enough of an adjustment. Uh, he has just been a point producing machine right now. Uh, for the new uh, for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, every single game this guy is hitting the score sheet. You know, earlier in the playoffs, you could have said, okay, at home he was all playoffs, he's gotten a, at least a point at home. But earlier in the playoffs, Andre Palat actually wasn't producing a whole lot on the road. You know, you weren't seeing him necessarily get on the scoreboard and on the score sheet every night uh, on the road. But here, you know, lately, he's been getting a point, doesn't matter where it's been. Tampa Bay, New York, uh, Denver, Colorado. Of course, Game One, uh, he ends up getting two points in that game. Uh, Andre Palat's just been a machine, you know, for this uh, an automatic to get a point, and it's minus one thirty. Actually, it's even cheaper at, at our at our partner book, DraftKings, uh, for uh, Andre Palat to get a point tonight. So, you know, I'll be looking at that once again. Actually, he only had one point in Game One, which was that wonderful goal he scored. Great feed from Kucherov to set that up but just look at the last five games 1.3 points 1.2 points 1 point for Pilat in the last five games and you have to go and it basically he is in a stretch of hockey right now with a point in nine of the last 10 games overall so again early in the playoffs he was getting a lot of his uh, points uh, at home but now he's getting them on the road as well so uh, definitely going to look toward uh, Andre Pilat to get a point minus 130 still a bargain uh, in my opinion there um I'm also going to look tonight at, I don't want to, I'm going to lay a little juice here on this one. Stamkos point minus 165. Uh, I like that one. Uh, Stamkos to me is going to come alive. I think, you know, to score a goal is worth a look. Steven Stamkos, we've talked about this in the couple of shows we've done the last couple of days, that when he gets held off the score sheet in one game, the very next game he has answered and he has responded. You know, he's he's the captain of the team. He probably knows he didn't have his best game in game one. I didn't find he was overly noticeable on the ice. I don't want to go as far as to say he couldn't find him with a telescope on the ice. I mean, I, I usually only save that line for when you really have a bad game. I don't think he was terrible in game one, but he just he didn't make an impact, you know, on the game, you know, in my opinion. So I think there's a lot more to give uh, for Steven Stamkos. And again, I'll repeat the pattern. He had no point. In game, he had no, uh, no points in game one against Toronto. He got a point in game two. He had no points in game three against Toronto. He had a point in game four. He had uh, no points in game seven against Toronto. In game one against Florida, he had a point. He had no points in game four against Florida. Game one against the Rangers, he had two points. Game two against the Rangers, no points. Game three against the Rangers, two points, including a goal. No points in game five against the Rangers. Next game, the clinching game, uh, game six, two goals, two points for Stamkos. So it is a repeated pattern of him showing up, getting involved, getting in on the offense for the Tampa Bay Lightning when he gets no points the previous game. And so I'm going to stick to that uh, thought process here uh, tonight uh, here in game two. So to get a point, to score a goal, uh goal score prop probably makes sense with Stamp Ghost. Over shots on goal, I think is something to look at. I think he's gonna be shooting a lot tonight. He did have three shots on goal, uh, in game one, despite, you know, that what I felt was not exactly a whole lot of activity. Again, that's minus one eighty on the over two and a half shots. It's a lot big juice, but uh, I definitely think you could see uh Steven Stamp is probably getting three shots again tonight. I think he's going to be more active, more involved. And if you want to get greater value on some of these players like uh, Kucherov, I think Braden point props because, look, he's going to be more effective tonight. He has a game under his belt. He's still got one point, uh, an assist uh, for one of the Tampa goals in game one. You know, you got to think he's going to feel a whole lot better, a lot more comfortable uh, tonight here uh, going into a game two. Having a game under his belt is certainly going to help. And he's only minus 140 to get a point. Braden Point, Braden Point minus 140 to get a point uh, here in this game tonight. I think that's pretty solid for considering. I expect him to be a lot more comfortable uh, here tonight uh, in uh, Game Two after getting uh, his return uh, to the ice in Game One under his belt. You know, just when you finally get back to that game speed again, you have that first game where you get back to that uh, speed that the uh, Stanley Cup Final presents. Uh, definitely think you could uh, see uh, him get on the score sheet tonight as well. And I'm going to, for Tampa Bay, have smaller, you know, bets, smaller wagers, just, you know, flyers, if you will, on Nick Paul. I, I got to go back to Nick Paul after he rewarded me uh, in game one with a point, uh, with a goal, beautiful goal in that uh, game one. But I'm going to go back to the well for him to get a point and score a goal. And uh, Scoring a goal for him was plus 375 last game. Uh, and you can still get north of plus 300 in this game uh, with Nick Paul to score a goal. They didn't really make much of an adjustment on that, so... Uh, very good look there in my opinion, because he's always a threat, especially shorthanded. You see him on the penalty kill for the lightning. He's had a bunch of chances to score, uh, when the Tampa Bay lightning have been shorthanded. Uh, so Nick Paul's just been uh, all over the ice. He's become a counted upon player for John Cooper. So, uh, definitely looking toward Nick Paul here in terms of a, a goal score prop and also maybe to get a point. Uh, And maybe Corey Perry as well, just for a small sprinkle. I'm I'm stubborn when it comes to Perry. I know Perry's kind of cooled off lately, but in a game of this magnitude here, you got to make things difficult on Kemper. Uh, Last game, no shots on, uh, last two games, no shots on goal for uh, Perry. So you got to wonder, is he hurt? Like he just hasn't been necessarily that noticeable factor. And in fact, he's in a little bit of a drought now, four games without a point. So that's why I'm cautious on Perry. But again, it's reflected in the price you're getting outstanding. You're getting now up, up to plus 400 on them to score a goal. You know, that's, that's pretty good uh, value. Uh I'd sprinkle a little bit on that as well for uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, all right. You know what, Vito, I've talked long enough. Let's, let, let's just start with Tampa Bay lightning uh, player props. What do you like here uh, in game two tonight?
1: I mean, I just, I actually just agree with all of your props. You know, I mean, you there's nothing much to say. I know, I don't know if you said big, Val. I mean, Valerie Nichushkin is a, is a must-go. I mean, six shots on goal last game. Yeah, we'll goal, get the Colorado know, guy, in attack.
0: Yep, definitely. Wow, uh, yeah, that we'll
1: guy check. is feeling it. You know, uh, he's stepping up in playoffs. So uh, that's one prop I will be playing. Because I will release my bets later in Twitter on Twitter page. Because my books, you know, they're still adjusting something for me here. Some shots is not up and so on. Because they're not they're looking, I guess, what kind of lines or what. I don't know. Uh, I think Brandon ha- Hagel. Hagel, how you call him? I think he Hagel, has started. Hagel, yeah. Hagel, Hagel. Yeah. I think he has started to play a step up a little bit. He had, I think he had a great, a great uh, game one. Actually, I, I think he looked pretty good from that Tampa Bay roster overall, from all the players who played. So, I mean, maybe he, as he plays with Nick Paul, right? So those two guys today, I think they can generate. That was Tampa's depth, you know, and also actually Colorado depth, who more or less stepped up. So that we saw some depth stepping up in that game. But yeah, back to props. I like. Paul and hegel I think those guys getting some points today and then then from uh Colorado big well I like big well you know <laughs> and uh I mean I think you know M- mcKinnon did not score last game but he still played very good I think you never can go wrong with uh, mcKinnon and anytime goal scorer you know uh, I think he hadn't sco- didn't score last game and I mean he scores this game you know and I think yeah I think um, yeah, that's it for props from, for me
0: today. <laughs> you know what's funny moment. about – Hagel's a good call. Hagel's yeah. a good call, Vito, because he's up to, on the second line now. Cooper's actually elevated him here in the lineup up to the uh, second line at the moment with, uh, yeah, with Kalorn and Sorelli, I believe. I believe that's – yeah, Kalorn and Sorelli and Hagel uh, right now is the second line for uh, Tampa Bay. So he's going to get more minutes. Uh, you look at the current uh, power play units, I believe. Did he get power play time? Uh, last, no, he didn't, he's not on the power play yet, but still he's getting opportunity. Uh, he's playing on the second line, top six forward role. He did have a point in game one, by the way, he did assist on one of the Tampa goals. So, uh, definitely a situation where I, I think that's a good call. You know, I think that's a good, just to get a point. He doesn't even have to score. Just get a point. The goal score prop, by the way, uh, veto on Hagel is plus three seventy five, So it's a good price. Uh, a point for Hagel is, is that, is that right? plus 180 yeah plus 180 just to get a point for yeah yeah yeah.
1: for him to get a point yeah it's plus 180 i see it on my book as well
0: yep that you got to put something on that this is a guy that's on the second line he just got a point and i've noticed him too you know i've absolutely seen that he's you know he's been getting to the front of the net getting to the traffic areas getting opportunity uh that's all you can ask for when you're talking about a guy that's just Being, you're just asking him to get a point at plus 180. You're seeing him get opportunities. You're seeing him, you know, get involved in the play. He's not, he's not a guy that shies away from scrums after the whistle, too. You know, he's got a little Mm -hmm. bit of a physical component to him. And I think that probably puts him in a good spot as well. Like he'll, he'll get to those dirty areas to score goals. That's what I like about um, Brandon Hagel's game. So That's, that's, that's a phenomenal price because you're right. This is, someone that's starting to percolate more and more, I notice, for uh, Tampa Bay as the playoffs have gone along for them.
1: Yeah, you I mean, Tampa's depth is something very special. You know, they're very great players, you know. So you can find great values, you know. Just because they're on the third line, they would be maybe on the first or second line in some Senators, you know, or Arizona Coyotes for sure, you know. So those are great players, you know. They're getting great great prices. I think the, I think it's, a, you know, when you're betting player props, you actually should look at those plus money you know because uh i think that's the way to go with the player props you know uh should not bet too much juice with player props just my look i don't bet them uh, all, uh at all a lot you know but no. from what i have seen from people and bet them who are more successful i think they're taking less juice on player props
0: yeah exactly or you could uh, like l- the reason i like palat so much is because even with him it's only minus one you're right i don't like okay, minus yeah,
1: that, that's a different story. You've been that's we talk also. If you're riding a winning streak, you keep riding a winning streak. I mean, it could go minus one sixty. We're riding
0: a winning streak. It's just a winning streak. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, and that's what it is. I mean, for Andre Pallad, it's a point in nine of the last ten playoff games, and he's yeah. only minus. Like, how is that minus one? And you've been on it. And you've really? been how so much
1: on it? You've been at least yeah. on five or six in a row now. I think. Yeah.
0: So yeah, exactly.
1: How so can you not? <laughs>
0: How is that minus 130? Like the percentages and the math does not add up. Someone that's gotten a point in nine of the last 10 games, that should be minus 190 or something like that. That's what it should be, just no. to get a point. But they, no adjustment not to Kuchero. make. Not, zero.
1: His last name is not Kuchero or Stamkos, you know, but he yep. plays with them, so
0: yep. it's all
1: good.
0: <laughs> he's, yeah, he's looked at, as he's viewed at, certainly by odds makers, he's yeah. viewed at as the third wheel. You know on yeah. that top line yeah. well like spare parts to the Cadillac. that's
1: what good coaches do i remember when i was uh younger when i played we uh, coach always like we had two like when you're younger you know it's very important you play at the same age because older guys already are much bigger than you you know so we had two years together and always coach made two good players and a less good winger you know two good players in the second line and for example younger winger for, and mix and always putting that two good players and a weaker player, and that's that's actually, I think, how you should roll, yeah. And that's what they do, and Palat just are perfect in that line. And Pittsburgh did, did that always as well with Crosby putting some Kunitz, you know, or now we have Getzel, you know. So, also, those guys well, Getzel now is a different kind of youth guy, but also, he was not so superstar before,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no question about that. Uh, yeah, the third goal, uh, Sean Murphy in our chat, uh, saying. I don't trust Kemper, that third goal, you, uh, yeah, I mean, Kemper's the big thing, the big concern. It's the elephant in the room for Colorado. You love everything about this team and Kemp well, I don't want to say Kemper's bad. Kemper's had a great season, but he's being compared to Vasilevsky at the other end. Like if Kemper's facing Aaron Dell in this series, then we're not talking about concern for Kemper. I don't think it's concern for Kemper's ability. Kemper's capable. Kemper can play. Kemper's had a nice season. It's the concern of we're comparing Kemper to the best goalie in the league right now, Andre Vasilevsky. If he's playing a subpar goalie in a playoff series at the other end, then we're not talking about it too much. But it's because, hey, he's got up against Bassi, he's gotta be on top of his game. And if he's not, it's a problem.
1: There's another thing, well, but you see, in the again, Vasilevsky, he has to be good for Tampa Bay. Kemper, actually, with this Colorado defense, which Colorado I don't love a lot of shots, so in the end, Camper just needs to be decent, you know? If Colorado keeps playing this good defensively, I mean, allowing only, like, 20, 25 shots a game to Tampa Bay, then Camper then needs to be decent. That's how he was in the first game, you know? If Colorado comp- continues to play this good defense, then Camper is in a good position.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, and And I thought he had some really good moments in game one. And he also had a goal or two where it's like, ah. On you let that one in, so it's been, that's sometimes what you get. But I thought he had made some really key saves, especially in the third period when that game was still uh 3 3. So you do have to give him some credit for that. Uh, lo- people loving Vito in the chat, I love it. Vito's chuckle was an all time classic, says uh Jay Shank. You're right, yeah, that's well, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's a good I'm chuckle. <laughs> yeah. Some people have an annoying laugh, some people have a funny good laugh. That's a funny good laugh that uh, <laughs> Vito has. I have more of a <laughs> That's my kind of laugh, like an evil laugh kind of thing going on. Yeah, Vito's great. We love having Vito on the weekends. Can't argue with uh, that. Oh, look who's in the chat, Keith. You found the I uh, see, I didn't need to send you the link, Keith. You found it yourself. Just go to the Ice Guys channel. Just type in the Ice Guys, you'll find the show. Very, uh, and, I, and you do make a good point, Keith, too long of a playoff run for Perry. Uh, yeah, maybe he's gassing out a little bit, you know, a little bit older, you know, compared to some of the other Tampa Bay Lightning forwards. So maybe there's some truth to that uh, point back. Maybe the d- damages is, uh, is uh, playing time, I guess, a little bit. We'll see. Uh, but uh, you're right. Perry's in a little bit of a funk right now. Okay, let's go to uh, Colorado. Um, Colorado player props now. Yeah. Um, Big value. You said it, Vito. Let's start there because you already mentioned him. I'm on his overshots. He's firing the puck a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I like that quite a bit. I'm going to go back to the well with Nichushkin, uh po- Props again because Nachushkin at the big plus price, I, I saw plus 375 Vito at bet 365 for game one for him to score a goal. I couldn't believe it uh, that, that that was the priest playing on the top fucking line. He's getting plus 375. And I mean, he shock, shock, shocked by that. You couldn't believe that.
1: Yeah, and I mean, he's controlling also the play a lot, you know, and taking the—I uh, mean—with the confidence, you know, taking the puck, you know, feeling great, so looking good. The
0: <laughs> you know, looking good is right. I mean, that's a that's become one hell of a line here with kog uh, McKinnon, and Big Val Nachushkin, uh for this Colorado Avalanche team, and uh, I'm looking at the adjustment here uh, for, now. I do want to preface this by saying most books had Val Najushkin to score at around plus 225, plus 250 in game one. That was an off-market number uh, that I found with uh, him to score a goal on Bet365. It was just Bet365 had it way higher than everybody else, uh, and it was a big mistake. Oh, they've adjusted now. Nachushkin's plus 225, more in line with everyone else. Okay. Uh, Bet365. Yeah, they got caught with their pants down in game 1 and they paid the price for it. You know, you just can't uh you just can't make that kind of mistake. How the hell if you're uh whoever put that number and price up on the board should get you know, suspended or I don't want to say fired. <laughs> if you make a i mis- I don't like doing that, fire somebody for making a mistake, but you got to I don't know, reprimand them, tell them, "Hey, don't do this again." You know, like if I'm a if I'm a sports book director Vito, I'm pissed. I'm pissed if I knew one of my guys put out a bonehead number and a bonehead price on Valerie chushkin to score in game one plus 375 was a joke that he was priced like that at bet 365 so whoever put that number up there they're probably answering to their boss today
1: well i think it's because of the vasilevsky i think most of the books think that just the game uh, vasilevsky will be very good and that most of the games he will let in less than two or one goal so for Valerie to score, for Valeri to score- You know, taking in consideration, we have McKinnon, Landisko, Karantanen, like uh, Price definitely ahead of him. So, you know, I understand why the Price was there because of the Vasilevsky, I think, you know. But in the end, you know, defense is what needs to be better for uh, Tampa Bay. So, defense was not there. So, big uh, uh, Valerie was which caused many turnovers that first line. You know, they were just on Tampa all the time. So, yeah, I think it's defense which needs to step up and you know, goalie can steal you again, one or two games, you know, in the series, but he cannot bring you the cup home. You know, Kerry Price also showed you that, you know, it's not possible just, or Igor Shistorkin. he also cannot bring you cup alone home, you know. The Tampa, you know, he, they can also help Vasilevsky and he needs to be good when he needs to be good. So, yeah.
0: Yep, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, no question about that. Um, so big Val Nachushkin. So let me uh, close it out. I am going to jump on the, the goal score props, plus 225. I'm not going to get that big mistake again from Bet365, that big Christmas gift in June that I got from them in game one with him to score, plus 375. But still, plus 225 is a very good price on him. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, yeah. And he's only minus 140 to get a point. So I'll be taking that too, Vito. Uh, you know, minus 140 for Val to get a point for the uh, abs minus minus one forty, So uh, that definitely, and I like the over shots on goal as well, because he has been shooting the puck a lot, a lot of attempts. You know, it's Locked not up. always reflective in the, uh, it's not always reflective in the uh, shots on goal numbers, but he is firing like double digit attempts, shot attempts in a lot of games. And that that's going to add up, just find the net a little bit, hit the net a little bit more often with those. And you're going to see the over on his shots on goal.
1: Yeah, I would like to add that. I think this guy, remember we talked last time, when this guy gets hot, he gets hot, you know, and we ha- had a nice winner on Burakowski. I think he got a point. So I can see actually this guy, maybe again, look for him to get a point today. I can see this guy getting a point today. I think it's plus 115. So Andre Burakovsky definitely, I, th- I think he can again step on the score sheet today.
0: And I believe... I'm pretty, let me just uh, refresh my memory here. And yes. And he's also been moved up. It's been moved up. He's They they switched Burakovsky and Lekkonen, uh, Jared mm-hmm. Bednar. And I was thinking to myself, what the hell are you doing, man? Nice. See, sometimes Jared Bednar, uh, look, I sometimes think Colorado wins in spite of Jared Bednar, not because of him. You know, there's some things that he does. I'm like, what the hell are you doing, man? Uh, but I'll say this about Bednar. I questioned what, like, taking Lekkinen off the second line, dropping him to the third line in game one, where he ended up playing with uh, Helman O'Connor and moving Burakovsky up to the second line with Confer and Rantanen. And I was thinking to myself, why are you doing that? This guy just won you the series against Edmonton and scored that overtime goal uh, to finish off the sweep against the Oilers in the Western Conference final. What the hell's up with this? But, Burakovsky ends up getting the overtime winner. So you got to give the coach, you got to be willing to admit, hey, I didn't like the move going into the game, but the move worked and say, hey, tip the cap to Jared Bednar on that one. He moved Burakovsky up. Maybe he thought it was a better, maybe based on Tampa compared to Edmonton, he thought it was better for Burakovsky to be on that second line, left wing spot uh, compared to Lekkonen. It paid off though. He got the overtime winner. He played extremely Uh, Well, in most of that game, and you're right about Burakovsky, uh, Vito, in terms of, and I've said this about him a bunch, he sometimes goes into the biggest droughts and cold streaks imaginable, Andre Burakovsky. But when he gets off that schneid, he gets on the score sheet after a little drought, he can be on a, he can go on a run. Like he could get you like four goals in the next six games. Or or something like that, or five points in the next six or seven games, or some shit like that. That's what Burakovsky does. You know, he is a very streaky motherfucker, if uh, to to put it bluntly. Uh, And I think he, you know, after getting that goal in game one, confidence comes back. Maybe you're more aggressive. You maybe even shoot the puck more because you have the confidence of scoring the OT winner in game one. Yeah. So Burakovsky props. I like. I like it.
1: Yeah, well, and I actually, yeah, about that adjustment that you uh, said about those line adjustments. Well, it's the Stanley Cup final, so I think, and every player should understand why it's happening. I think you know there is no questions about that, and of course, I think also if he scored, he should not be moved down. But I think it's just strategically, you know, something. So it should be should be done that way. And I like the teams which are not sleeping on the win. You know, making some adjustments, still coming out today with those adjustments. I mean, you don't sleep on the win, you know. I think that's the most important rule in the sport. You know, once you go and sleep on the win, next day you come out and lose. You should get better. You should always get better the next day because next day will be harder than the next previous day.
0: Yeah, there's no question uh, about that. So you're right. It's it's funny. is one of the props I really like for the Avs tonight. Val, Natchushkin, it goes without saying. And I'm going to keep taking Nate McKinnon over shots on goal uh, as well. Now, Nate McKinnon, to get a point, is – or two points is plus 160. Uh, that's not bad, actually. Um, but to get uh, his shots on goal numbers, I believe four and a half, right? Yeah, four and a half minus 160. Um, I like it. I think he's going to get five plus again. He, he's he been almost automatic, Vito, getting at least five shots on goal, especially at home, especially in Denver. Uh, and I think you're going to see more of the same. He got to five the other night. He has been shooting the puck quite a bit. So uh, Nate McKinnon over four and a half shots on goal. It is a shots on goal prop. I cashed with in game one. Uh, I'm going to end up coming back to that here uh, in game two as well. Uh, I think that's pretty much it as far as a uh, Colorado props for me uh, tonight. Um, Bowen Byram, I think, is going to get on the score. Like, I don't mind even plus 135 on him to get a point. I mean, I I find he's jumping into the play a lot more. He's getting more confidence, you know, as uh, the playoffs go on. And when you look at the uh, game one uh, uh, win for the Avs, he got a point. He got an assist on one of those four Colorado goals. So, Bowen Byram, because I think his speed and his, you know, vision, he's got some playmaking ability to him as well. Uh, that could end up becoming a factor at some point in this series. And I think his confidence just continues to rise. You know, this is a guy that hasn't played a ton of games in the National Hockey League, but Vito, he's got twelve, he's got 17 points in 30 games for the Avs this year, 12 of them being assists. You know, so you could even go, if you want to be more specific, player assist number potentially for uh, Bo Byram, which is plus. Is that even better, that number, on uh, Byram to get an assist? That is. Isn't that strange? Most of his points, Vito, have been. Most of his points have been assists, and yet he's plus one sixty-five to get a point. He's plus one ninety, or he's plus one thirty-five to get a point. He's plus one ninety to get an assist. So I think you, if you like Byram a little bit, like I do, sprinkle on both, and certainly take something on the plus one ninety for him to get an assist. Again, seventeen points, twelve of them have been assists. So plus 190 is not bad there at all. See, Byron goal plus 750, but he's only got five. You know, most of his points have been assists, have been helpers. So I think the plus 190 assist or plus 165 point could be live as well. And again, he got a point against Tampa Bay. And I just found Vito. He was jumping into the play. He was more assertive offensively with the puck on his stick compared to Edmonton or St. Louis or the other uh, earlier playoff rounds for uh, Colorado.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah well, I just was going over my bets today, <laughs> so a little bit listened, but because I have few, you know, already
0: yep. so now. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking huge bets. Like you're going to say, Ian, you what have you got? Ten or twelve props. These are very t- small bets, most of them. I will say the Palat is going to be a bigger one. The Palat, to get a point has always been a bigger bet, and I think even some of the Stamkos props for me tonight uh, are going to be bigger bets because I think he he always seems to step up. And get on the score sheet when he has no points in the previous game, you know. And I really think you're going to see that again tonight. And from a Tampa Bay perspective, you know, don't shy away from some of the power play points uh, player props for them because I do think they're going to get on the power play a little bit more uh, here tonight. And we know how good that power play. Colorado's PK has been very good too. Don't get me wrong, but you know, you can get Kucherov plus 105 to get a power play point. Stamkos plus 150. Uh, to get a power play point, Victor Hedman, plus 165 to get a power play point, Braden Point, plus 155 to get a power play point. You know, you can sprinkle on some of those guys. I think that's not a bad option either, because I think Tampa Bay is going to draw more penalties tonight, and obviously you're always going to get a better price and more value with the power play points player props compared to just the regular points props. Uh, with uh, Mm the players. So those are some I'd consider, you know, putting a few shekels on, putting a few uh, dollars on tonight here for a game two as well. So I think we went over the props about as good as we could do. And uh, there you go. That's what we're looking at here for a game two uh, with the lightning and the abs. Yeah, Sean, we did talk about the uh, over under. I I, I lean under just because I think Tampa Bay is live to win the game. And we've seen that going back to game seven against Toronto in the first round, every lightning win, in the playoffs, the game has stayed under the total every single one, include since Game Seven of Toronto. So, and I think if the Tampa Bay Lightning are going to win, they're going to win a game like three to one or three to two or four to two, something like that. You know, whereas if Colorado wins, that's when you could see you know five two, five three. Uh, they get it going up and down. So, yeah, because I like Tampa here in Game Two, I lean under. Vito, what did you lean with the over? I uh, think total. I think you're leaning over, right?
1: Yeah. I'm leaning. I'm leaning over. I have plenty bets today, also. Yeah. So I will go through them, I guess. In the end.
0: Yeah. So that's. But I think. and and that's not surprising. Like Vito likes Colorado, so I'm not surprised to hear him say he leans over. This definitely has that look and this and that feel to it that it's a correlated game. That if Colorado wins, the game is going to go over the total. If Tampa wins, the game is going to stay under the total. That's what it's got that feel uh, like to me. No question about that. So. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out here tonight. Um, but again, if you like Tam and if you like Tampa Bay, and I've seen people do this previously, and especially against the Rangers, you know when they were really digging in defensively, Vasilevsky was his usual, you know, stellar self in an elimination game. There were people that were taking these combo bets, uh, Vito, of you know Tampa Bay to win and under, and you can get mm-hmm. Tampa Bay and under five and a half at plus three if you've got the guts. Tampa Bay and under five and a half would be plus three eighty tonight in this game, Plus three eighty, And you got to think there's a decent chance that that could cash because if Tampa Bay is going to win, there's a, ch- I think it's probably going to be lower scoring. So, you know, Tampa Bay under five and under five and a half combo bet, uh, even Tampa Bay and under six and a half, you know, if you want to be a little bit safer, you know, it's, it's probably not a bad way to go. Uh, you know, you can end up getting, um, pretty good price still with that i think it's more closer to plus 180 plus 200 uh with tampa bay and under six and a half but even that you know is definitely uh that is definitely a situation that could be uh, possible here so uh, we'll have to uh, wait and see on that but uh yeah it should be a fascinating game too uh i like tampa first period tampa full game money line Vito likes colorado uh do you like the first period or just you no know, full game?
1: Well, I can go through what I like, what I don't like. For from for Tampa Bay fans, not fans, I mean for people who like Tampa Bay today, definitely I would uh, recommend that first period, which Ian goes with, I think is plus one ten, if yep. I'm not mistaken. So it's a uh, first period should be the best from the Tampa definitely here. Uh, I I def, I think myself even if I like Colorado, I might take Tampa Bay over two and a half. I might cash both, you know. So because it's the playoffs, you know, I want to split my bets a little bit also, you know, not just have one bet. So I think myself, I will take Tampa Bay over two and a half. I think it's a great bet. I think it has a great value. Yep. Uh, both teams to score in the first period. That's what I'm going to sprinkle on. I think uh, both teams can score in the first period today. Uh, and but my main bet, yeah, I like Colorado money line, and I will also go with the Colorado over three goals. So basically, I got a push on three in regulation. So, or, or I win if they score four in regulation. So basically I'm not taking puck line. I'd rather take over three goals, you know, cause I think it's a little bit safer. So if I want to cover the puck line in Colorado, I need anyways, three goals at least from them, you know. So but perhaps four, you know, four, two would be the puck line, it would cash. So over three sounds better in regulation and has a great value, it's minus 115.
0: Definitely, and uh, yeah, I like uh, I like the Tampa Bay team total. I do like that as well, and also I'm looking at, all, like I said, props. I'll just name the players. I'm not going to go through every one. Andre Palat, and to get a point is just outstanding value. Uh, Stamco's props, goal score, shots on goal to get a point, get a power play point. Same with Palat, power play point. Kucherov, power play point. Braden Point, Victor Hedman, power play point props because you're going to get better numbers. I think they're all worth a look. Uh, Palat to get a point. Stamkos props. Brandon Hagel props. A I, 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 veto talked me into that one. I agree, and especially now that he's on the second line, uh, you know, I think he's making more of an impact. So, and he's plus one sixty-five, whatever it is, to get a point. That's outstanding. And like I said, some of these Bowen Byram, I think you know, he's a little swing for the fences, but he got a point in game one he gets a point tonight it's plus 135 he gets an assist like he did in game 1 it's plus 190 i think it's great value there big Val over shots on goal he's only i think minus 140 to get a point plus 225 to score a goal uh valnatchukin worth uh, a, a prop looks tonight in my opinion Burakovsky, as uh, vito mentioned he's a streaky fucking bastard this guy but when he gets it going look out uh and um You saw him finally get a goal the other night. He's up on the second line. He's going to get the minutes, uh, to get a point to score a goal for Burakovsky. Uh, like we were talking about worth a look to get a point, by the way, for a Burakovsky again, it's just plus plus one twenty, and then a goal score prop on Burakovsky's in the plus 300 range. It's terrific value, you know, on that. So definitely those are some of the things we're looking at here. Uh, I, I still may not shy away from Lekkonen, but I don't like that he's down on the third line, but, uh, uh, I still think he's a capable performer, even though he's been demoted slightly. So I might even get in on Lekkonen point, Lekkonen, uh goal score. Lekkonen's in that plus 300 range. Lekkonen is uh, uh, plus or is actually even money uh, to score uh, to get a point, minus 105. It's actually crazy. Burakovsky's got a better price to get a point than uh, Lekkonen because Burakovsky's on the second line, Lekkonen on the third line. Lekkonen's mm-hmm. minus 105 to get a point. Burakovsky's plus 120 to get a point so just found that was very interesting so Bur- burakovsky is the better value in my opinion for sure and especially after scoring the overtime winner uh in game one all right i don't know if we could pack more analysis into one hour than that or a little less than an hour i mean we broke down this game from every fucking nth degree uh, as far as i'm concerned uh by the way there's going to be no change in any either of these two teams in terms of their injuries uh, there's still gonna be no cogliano there's still gonna be no Nazem Kadri at least I'm pretty sure uh, of that although cogliano was on in on the morning skate uh for uh Colorado so uh he could actually be back on that fourth line for them tonight uh, but that's where he'd plays so obviously someone would be uh, exiting uh from the fourth line if cogliano is ready to go for Colorado tonight probably takes st- they'd probably take Nico Sturm out uh, I would think and probably put uh cogli Cogliano back in if he's ready to go tonight so Cogliano was at the mor- in on the morning skate here for Colorado so there's a chance he returns I don't think is going to be back until at least game three uh when this series shifts to Tampa because he, he's just doing puck handling drills just a couple days ago so he's still I think I think probably game four or five type of deal at the earliest I still think he's a few days away from returning but uh, we will continue to monitor that. All right, great stuff, uh, Vito. Awesome show, awesome analysis. We're looking forward to Game Two. Um, I will be doing a show tomorrow with a, a guest that we had already arranged, so it'll just be me and the guest tomorrow uh, on Sunday. It's going to be a pre-recorded show uh, as well, which is what we've been doing on the on the days where there's been no games. Uh, we will be back with a live show on Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern for Game Three uh, to get ready for that. And we have our live betcast this week. For the Stanley Cup Final, we have back-to-back live Stanley Cup Final betcasts here for the Ice Guys. We're going to have Game 3 live betcast Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. It was a great turnout, by the way, last Thursday uh, for the uh, betcast. Looking forward to Game 3. Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. DM or email me, bobano350 at gmail.com if you want the link to the BetCast, and you can join us for Game 3 Monday night. And we will also have one for Game 4 on Wednesday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Back-to-back live BetCasts coming up uh, on Monday and Wednesday, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time. So uh, looking forward to that. Uh, They might be our last two live BetCasts because after that, The only other BetCast we're going to have during this series is Game 7 on Tuesday, June 28th, if there is one. So uh, hopefully there is, but uh, make sure you join us. This could be it for the BetCasts on Monday and Wednesday, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time for Game 3 and Game 4, the two games in Tampa Bay. We will have Ice Guys Live BetCasts for both of those so looking forward to that all right DraftKings Sportsbook official sports betting partner of the NHL new customers bet just one dollar on any NHL team get 150 dollars in free bets if they win if DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state or province you can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings daily fantasy hockey contests DraftKings giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit download the DraftKings app sign up for an account Use the promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NHL team, and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, must be 21 years of age or older, must reside in a DraftKings Sportsbook state or province. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN. Uh, I do give you credit, Ice I know you're a diehard Aves fan. You love that team. You've got their uh, avatar of the uh, of the Avalanche in your on uh, your display picture, and yet you're unbiased. You like the Lightning to win here in Game Two tonight. So. Uh, I, I respect that I, I respect any fan that doesn't wear blinders 24 7 when it comes to their team It's just oh my team is great my team's awesome my team can do no wrong those are the people that aggravate me the most it's the people that have a clear mind that have a clear conscience and and, and are unbiased and truthful honest about their team and iceX is that so wait well done iceX i respect that that you like Tampa tonight to win, even though you're a big abs fan. Just like me. I said to people last week with the Hamilton Tiger Cats and the CFL veto, I have season tickets for the Tiger Cats. I'll be at the game tonight, uh, Calgary and Hamilton, looking forward to that. Um, but there's people, last week, I didn't fucking uh, screw around. I didn't fucking create lies and fabricate shit about my team. I said, we're not going to win against Saskatchewan. We never win in Saskatchewan. We, we suck there. We don't play good football there against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And what happened last week? Hamilton lost my team in Saskatchewan. Did I, did I say, oh, my team's great. They'll win in Saskatchewan. We're better than them. No, I was honest with everybody. I said, we never win in Saskatchewan. And sure enough, they lost. So I like that about Ice Be honest about your team, good or bad. It's always the best way to be. All right, you know what's best? uh, The way to be is cashing best bets. That's the best way to be and we'll try to do that as well. Vito, uh, best bet, game two tonight, Stanley Cup final, what do you like?
1: Yeah, well for those who can find this kind of a bet, uh, my best bet would be abs in regulation over three goals. So uh, you can find it at minus 115. So basically, yeah, you win if abs score four in regulation, you push if abs Score three in regulation. You lose if ABS score less than three goals in the air regulation. That would be my best bet. But overall, maybe some books don't have it. Then just uh, ABS money line or regulation. But yeah, I'm an ABS.
0: <laughs> All right, there you go. ABS in regulation uh, over three and a half, over three goals, I should say, uh, in yeah. regulation for Vito with his. I, don't, I see
1: player. them. Yeah, I don't well. I should score less than three, and I only can lose. I will take that any day at minus
0: 115. Yeah, absolutely. All right, my best bet. I'm going to actually go with a split. Uh, I'm not – because I've, I've been burned doing this before a couple times where I use – when I have a first period and a full game money line on the, on, the, on the same team, I sometimes will say, oh, best bet first period. They'll lose the first period, and they'll come back and win the game. Or I'll say t- full game they'll win the first period, lose the full game. And I've just a couple of times I've been burned doing that. So for the best bet, I'm going to say Tampa Bay Lightning split bet, plus 115 first period, and plus 135 full game. That way, you know, if one of them cashes, we at least go one and one with them. So it's a split bet, split best bet for me here for game two tonight. Tampa Bay plus 115 first period, Tampa Bay plus 135 full game. Uh, there we go. That is my uh, best bet here for Game 2, Stanley Cup Final. Uh, and, again, a lot of good props. I hope if, if you just joined the show late, you missed it, re the show. Everything's archived. You can watch it anytime you want. We went through a lot of props and a lot of good ones, in my opinion, tonight. I'm expecting a good prop night when it comes to betting this Game 2 tonight. So uh, looking forward to that for sure. Well, a lot no of goals.
1: You need a lot of goals. If you expect a lot of props, you need, need a lot of goals. <laughs>
0: you do. Exactly. But uh, again, my goal is also was like for Byram and you know Hegel and Burakovsky and uh, mm-hmm. Nachouskin with the goal score prop if we could hit that again, Paul if he could score again. You know, you just need to cash a couple of them to be profitable, C- kind of like the other night. The other night I was profitable with props just because I got three goal score props veto. it was unbelievable in that first period. We were on the bet cast Thursday night or Wednesday night when this happened. Three goal-score props for me of plus 300 or better cashed in the first period. Val Nichushkin 375, Nick Paul, plus 375, and Lekanen plus 300. All in that first period, scored goals. I mean, we, I was going nuts. I couldn't believe it. couldn't that. understand. Dreaming yeah. on reality is this yeah. dream. <laughs> Dreams become reality. That's so this already. Yeah dreams because it's like that 90s dance song because i'm a big fan of that genre dreams become reality yeah you always <laughs> hear that uh good stuff uh yeah it was it felt like a dream but it was reality so it was a great great prop night with the some of those and uh, hopefully we got some prop winners uh, lo- uh, lined up for you tonight as well all right we'll wrap up the show great stuff thanks to everyone for joining us hit the like button on the way out we appreciate it uh, a reminder the ice guys is live uh on YouTube if you can't watch the show live download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms Google Podcasts Apple Podcasts Spotify Stitcher and iHeartRadio download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live for Vito I'm Ian Cameron have a great Saturday enjoy game 2 of the Stanley Cup final tonight good luck with all of your bets And I'll be back tomorrow with a pre-recorded show. Nikita Kaszurski is going to be our guest uh, tomorrow uh, on the show. And then Monday back with a live show, 2 p.m. Eastern. Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.